Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Shopping for a great gift for the guys in your life is hard. Mack Weldon has you covered. From their perfect-fitting underwear and socks, with real silver woven into the fabric to keep him cool and fresh all day, to their amazing ice sweatpants that look so good he can wear them to the office, a gift from Mack Weldon will have him looking and feeling his best. This year, gift-giving for the guys in your life just got solved. Get 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com promo code WIRED. That's 20% off at MacWeldon.com promo code WIRED. It's coders versus human pilots in this drone race by Mark Dent. On Friday night in an old newspaper printing plant in Austin, the future of drone automation lifted off, accelerated, and flew, nearly fast enough to beat one of the best drone pilots in the world. Gabriel Kocher, known in the professional drone racing league as Gab 707, sat behind a net, wearing video goggles and steering his drone through five square gates on a short, curvy course. Next to him were four teammates from the MAV lab of the Delft University of Technology in the Netherlands. They had already programmed their automated drone, which resembled a mini stealth bomber. Now, they were watching to see if their code had made the drone fast and accurate enough to defeat Kocher. It was human versus machine. And, for now at least, the human triumphed. Kocher guided his drone through the course in six seconds. It took MavLab 11 seconds. Despite losing to Kocher, the four members of MavLab, Federico Paredes Valleas, Guido de Kroon, Christophe de Wagner, and Nolay Sheth, outdid five other teams that qualified for the AIRR, or Artificial Intelligence Robotic Racing Circuit, championship, and pocketed a million-dollar prize from sponsor Lockheed Martin. Afterwards, Kocher was relieved to have won, but conceded man's superiority over the machine will not last forever. It's a matter of time, experts say, before automated drones will whir past humans in increasingly popular competitions hosted by the Drone Racing League, and before they can use similar technology to handle complicated tasks in real life. The latter possibility led Lockheed Martin to sponsor the air circuit for coders, professors, students, physicists, and pilots to power automated drones. Remotely piloted Lockheed Martin drones drop missiles help police and firefighters, 
and assist in rescue missions for missing persons. Lockheed Martin's Keith Lynn, manager of the Automated Drone Challenge, says automated drones will be better equipped to handle complicated rescue missions in areas where transportation routes and communication lines have been broken down. Automated technology for drones has improved substantially in recent years because of better graphics, processing units, and a culture of open-source code sharing. Still, the biggest developments in drone automation have been confined to the lab. The automated drones programmed for the racing series, flying at speeds approaching 70 miles per hour, are unlike anything the general public has seen. The things that have been that fast in the lab don't go that fast in the real world, says Chelsea Sabo, the technology lead of the contest and a software engineer at Lockheed Martin. This is the first time that we've really taken a lot of this out of the lab and put it in a realistic environment and seen what it can do. Lockheed Martin also wants to get the average person more excited about drones. Americans have a NIMBY-like relationship with the flying devices. According to Pew, the most common reaction for an American who spots a drone is curiosity, ranking ahead of nervousness, anger, or fear. But a majority of Americans surveyed by Pew said they didn't want the flying devices near their homes, which isn't welcome news to companies that envision a future with thousands of drones patrolling the skies and making deliveries. The drones of the Drone Racing League are smarter, sleeker, and faster than any machine the average person can buy. Nick Korbazewski started the league in 2015 after attending an amateur drone race behind a Long Island Home Depot. At league competitions, professional pilots steer the drones, glowing in LED light and environments that look like video games brought to life. Horbazewski has always envisioned the future of the DRL to feature machines competing alongside human pilots. There's lots of people in the world working on autonomous drones, he says. What we've chosen to do is take the arena of sports and use it as a crucible to accelerate the development of technology. For the air circuit, nine teams were chosen out of nearly 430 applicants earlier this year, and six teams qualified for the finals on Friday night in Austin. It was their fourth competition. The drones are called Racer AIs. They weigh about 7 pounds and have no radar or GPS. They're essentially a pair of robotic eyes, equipped with four cameras that give them a larger field of view than a human. The teams all use the same hardware, so the competition, which consists of five heats, is a test of strategy and code. The drones must be programmed to perceive where they are and where they need to go. The code is set before the race, and the drones make decisions in the race based on the code they have been programmed to run. Most teams start with code designed to propel the drone conservatively through the course, at slow speed, and use more aggressive codes in the later heats. In the first contest in October, the automated drones barely made it off the starting purchase before crashing. A lot of the flights were four seconds, says Mavlabs to Wagner, and you had to learn from that. Speed is not the biggest problem for an automated drone. Kocher says the automated drones nearly reached the same top speed as his drone Friday night, though many then crashed. Compared with a piloted drone, an automated drone has the potential to accelerate more quickly based on reaction times. The major challenge is programming a drone to recognize an obstacle and steer through or around it. And the faster the drone goes, the harder it is for programmers to make the adjustments that allow the drone to make the correct decision. You basically need to anticipate, says Kocher, who has a Ph.D. in physics. I have a mental representation in how I can ride this fine line. 
But for them, they need to write the physics model that knows already what's going to happen and know in advance how it's going to work out. Subtle changes to the visual or auditory environment that mean nothing to a human can confuse drones and other devices dependent on machine learning. On the Austin course, for instance, the gates featured logos of checkered flags that required MavLab to reconfigure its code. The human is not distracted by the flags, DeKroon says. The MavLab teammates have been working with autonomous drones for about a decade and racing drones for the last three years. Most recently, they developed what is being hailed as the world's smallest autonomous racing drone. Building on that experience, the team found that the Racer AI drone worked most efficiently using only one of its four cameras. It's better to have lower-quality, high-frequency processing than good, slow solutions, especially when you start racing and everything gets to be a blur and the lighting conditions vary from one setting to the other, DeVochter says. MavLab and Kocher agree that on simpler courses like those in Austin, the automated drones may prevail within the next few years. For the complicated courses used regularly by DRL, it will take longer for automation to catch up. In other man-versus-machine contests like chess, Kocher says, the machines can brute-force the human out of the contest by calculating far more moves ahead of a person. The unpredictability of drone racing will make it more difficult for the machine. Drone racing, Kocher says, is a game where they cannot brute force me. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 